This is the Journey Through Podcast, and this is for you, your homegirl, and your cousins too. A space where heart checks, creativity, faith, and the desire to live well intersect, all from the perspective of a Black millennial woman. I'm your host, Sydney Maria. Let's talk, shall we? Where do we begin? It has been a very reflective two weeks that I honestly didn't know how I would approach the podcast tonight. Yes, I am recording at night. (laughs) Hair is freshly braided. Dinner is freshly made. And I'm here. But yeah. It has been a very reflective two weeks, one that is requiring me to make some decisions. And I just want to say nothing just happens. Nothing just comes about. Nothing comes out of thin air. Nothing just falls from the sky. And with that, there are going to be so many times when we face trials that seem like they came out of nowhere When the truth of the matter is, you've had time to prepare, you've had time to get ready, and if you go into battle ill-prepared, it's mainly on you. And I don't know about you all, but I can't tell you how many times I've gone into a situation or am taken out of an old situation to prepare for what is next and I don't heed the warning or I don't take it serious or I keep blowing it off and blowing it off because I'm comfortable where I am right now and if anything I think I get it now I hope I get it and I say that because again it's like that song um Lil Wayne and featuring Bobby Valentino had or Bobby V excuse me (laughs) had back in 2008 comfortable the bridge or the chorus said, don't you ever get too comfortable. And I feel like a lot of times in our faith and in our faith walk, we get real comfortable with our with our prayers and with where we are. We think that because the storm is kind of settled or we're in the eye of it, <clears throat> excuse me, that, oh, it's all good. We can revert back to what was normal or what we thought we needed and Like I said, (laughs) nothing just happens. Everything leading up to that moment that you're praying for, that you're hoping for, and that you truly want doesn't come without sacrifice. It doesn't come without a little tilt and shift of the boat. You can't go out into war or into sea ill-prepared. And y'all... I thought I was prepared until I met my match (laughs) two weeks ago. And I'm laughing now, but it wasn't funny then. And that ill preparedness for me, it shows up in anxiety and in depressive moments and comparison and feeling like I'm not doing enough or being really stern that I don't need to leave the situation because it's producing what I need right now. 
And if you know about God telling you to move, you better move when he says move and not when you're ready to move because you will either be pushed out or you will leave. And (laughs) I'm in the middle of that right now trying to figure out how do I surrender my plans? And it's not that hard, but how do I surrender my plans in favor of what I know God is going to work out? Because at the end of the day, I know that his plan is better than mine. But like we've established a few episodes back, I'm very stubborn. I'm kind of hard-headed. I think that I know everything. And that's mainly because I'm used to being the leader or I'm used to taking initiative on different things and being self-sufficient, which we'll tackle later on and how that's kind of problematic and just being the one to provide for herself. And now that I'm in a position where I have to relinquish some of these duties and surrender a lot of it and lay it down, I'm a bit confused if we're being honest. This podcast is about journeying through together, right? So I'm a, I'm a little confused right now. I am a little confounded. I am at a pause, at a standstill. I am dropping what I knew because what I thought I wanted is no longer what I desire. And even accepting that my desires change is like a shock to my system because I, I was such a very short and certain person. And, and it's not to say that I'm not still, but in a lot of areas where I was for sure, I'm no longer that girl. And change is hard. I've said it before and I'll say it again. And every time I say this, I hear it in my therapist's voice. But change truly is one of the hardest things humans have to go through. Some of us, at least. Um, It is a shaking of things. So, like, it's shaking up what was normal and what you were used to in favor of what's to come. And when I was thinking about this and I was having my moments... I automatically thought of what does it take for me to have real, authentic, bold faith like that audacious. I know you don't agree with it, but this is what God says about me type of faith. And I realized I didn't have that faith anymore because I put my trust in a resource when my trust needs to be in the source. I remember when I heard my pastor say that a few years back. Excuse me, y'all. I remember when I heard my pastor say this a few years back about how so many times we slip into the comfort of putting, and I'm paraphrasing, of putting our faith and our trust in the resource that we forget about the one who sent us the resource anyway. We forget that the source sent us the resource and the resource isn't always permanent. Sometimes it's temporary. Sometimes it's a month. Sometimes it's a few years, but it's up to us to heed that warning and to heed that, I don't even want to say warning, to be discerning, to know that when it's time to move, you got to move. And that's where I'm at. (laughs) And figuring out, not even figuring out, let me backtrack, settling down on my level of comfort to dive straight into the discomfort no one likes to be uncomfortable but like I posted the other day on our Instagram you don't have to have the full excuse me you don't have to have all of the answers to move on faith we don't need the full story from God for it to make sense 
we don't need a million signs for us to move. Sometimes we know when it's time to move on to the next thing, but we're scared. I'll be the first to say a lot of times the reason why I hold up on a lot of different, a lot of different things is because I'm fearful of the unknown. Nothing about faith is certain. And if we continue to let that one marinate and sit on it and study it and figure out what that means for our current situation, specifically to me, if I do that and and when I continue to do that because I have started that process, um, it makes the transition a little bit smoother. It doesn't make it perfect. It doesn't make it easy, but it makes it smoother to navigate. The ability to have faith in very uncertain situations is a true testing of the spirit. That is such a permanent word for me right now. And I know for a lot of other people actually in my circle is that testing of the spirit that the more you test the spirit, the more it builds that perseverance. And we hear that. Or I've heard that my entire life and I've never fully understood what it meant until now. Like I was in Hobby Lobby yesterday thinking about what does testing of the spirit really mean? And for years, I'm like, Holy Spirit, like what? I don't I don't fully get it. And I'm nobody's pastor, minister, who, whoever. And my theology may be kind of off, but in that moment, I took it as, oh, testing my spirit. Let me see what this means for me and how to proceed and how to consult and how to move forward from that and how to persevere no matter how bad it looks because what we see with our eyes isn't what we see in faith. And it's so easy to forget that when everything's coming at you left and right, when work is a lot, when friends aren't showing up, when family is off the chain, when the money is low, When your ideas aren't coming, when you're not being noticed, when you can't get what you desire, when your needs aren't being met, when you aren't being seen. There are so many different instances that takes us out of believing with faith, believing in things that we don't see into seeing our situations in front of us and thinking, wow, that's the end all be all or when is it going to happen for me? And those questions and those feelings are valid, but I don't think that it's healthy when we sit in those emotions for so long, because we, it becomes harder to pull ourselves out of it. It becomes harder to believe. We can't, and I'm saying we, and I'm speaking to myself, I can't have the type of quote unquote faith that is contingent upon a tangible gain that proves to me that okay, well, this one good thing happened in front of me and I saw it and I was able to touch it. So let me have faith right now when it's convenient. I don't I don't know if that made sense. I hope it did, but it did in my mind. Faith is bigger than my convenience. That's what I'm trying to say. And when I forget that completely, and this is why it's important to write things down and have your quiet time and to journal. But when I forget that completely, because I will, it becomes harder to remember those promises and what's true and what God has said about me because you start taking in outside resources 
and you start getting sources of opinions from friends. Some friends we don't need opinions from. I'm just going to keep it real. I love a lot of my friends. I love all of my friends, but I don't need every opinion because we're just in different walks of life. You know, you kind of have to compartmentalize friendships. Some of my friendships can't handle the weight of my spirit. And I realize that and I'm okay with that. So knowing that or knowing anything like that, it forces me to go back to what I know, which is getting into my word and worshiping when I don't feel like it and praying when I don't feel like it. Faith is not a feeling. Faith is something that has to be practiced when you're tired, when you've been working all day and all you want to do is get in the bed. It is building a routine like anything. You're building a routine to make yourself stronger so that when these obstacles and transgressions do come your way, you're not caught with your guard down. You're not caught empty handed. You can fight back in a way that is obviously not always physical. You can fight back in the spirit. You can build yourself up by praying, by again, worshiping, by taking small minutes out of your day every day to build up to the bigger picture. My therapist told me something, and again, I've heard this before, but it's just different (laughs) when it's coming from someone who doesn't know you. Um, But she asked me, what is something I want to work on? And I told her, and she was like, those little moments is what builds up to that change that you're seeking, to that better you that you're headed in the direction towards. And I tell her all the time, I'm like, yo, this is hard. I didn't think it would be this way. Like, this is tough work, y'all. And she gently reminds me, she's like, well, Said this is the part where a lot of people quit and you're still going and you're doing the work you are doing the work for anybody out here who knows what I'm talking about go ahead and just pause pat yourself on the back give yourself a high five shake your own hand I don't know but doing the work and being committed to doing the work is not for the faint of heart it literally builds up your strength because you don't always feel like doing the work. You don't always feel like (laughs) going to therapy and talking about how your week went and new revelations that you're having and childhood trauma and adult trauma and college trauma. Like you don't always want to do that. And I'm just say this therapy is not always like that either. (laughs) You have great moments, but I'm talking about the hard parts, the parts where you really have to dig deep. No one wants to do that all every week or however often you go. We sometimes want to glide by. And when you're seeking a true change, you have to be consistent. You have to force yourself to be consistent. Seeing a change, it's imperative that you do things that you don't want to do when you don't feel like doing it. That is the biggest thing that reminds me to keep going is that okay I may not feel like recording today I may not feel like drawing I got three clients I gotta get out and I don't feel like it but you know what I know what it is that I'm working toward and sometimes I think we play ourselves by basing everything off of what we feel 
versus what we know. That may not resonate with everyone, but it for sure (laughs) resonates with me. Naturally, I just believe that I'm an emotional person. I am very sensitive to a lot of things. So it's easier for me to get bogged down. But that's when I know I have to get up anyway. That's when I know I have to go and do these illustrations anyway. That's when I know I have to put in some extra hours in my nine to five, even though I really don't feel like it, nor do I want to anyway. It's about doing the work and being consistent. And while you're doing the work, what are you learning from it? You don't just go through as a routine. And if you feel like you're getting to that, you have to find something different. You have to create a new pattern for yourself where you are gaining new experiences within what you already do and what you already know. So I say all of that to say that faith and change, they are not easy. They are rigorous, especially (laughs) as a millennial adult. I don't know if y'all have heard the new Jonathan McReynolds and Molly Music song, Adulting. But listen, if you haven't, go listen to it. Because that has been on repeat since it came out. And it's only been out two or three days. But having those relatable moments and knowing that, okay, so this, this stuff pretty much sucks for all of us. And maintaining your joy is a task. And... It's not everything that I see on the gram. And I've done an episode that talks about um, what you see isn't all there is. It's called, what is it called? The Room Where It Happens. Words to Hamilton. But yeah, go back and listen to that episode and realize that what you see isn't all that there is. So whether that be what you see in front of yourself for your own situation isn't the end all be all. But also what you see being posted on Instagram or Facebook or this person is getting flued out and they got a burk. Like it's not that you don't know the whole story. You don't know how that came to fruition. You don't know what that person had to do to get that. And having enough self-awareness and asking the Holy Spirit to continuously give you discernment. And having your own integrity, your own level of integrity to know that what's for you is for you and that you can't seek someone else's desires because if you go in their lane, swerving over there, (laughs) you're going to miss your own blessings. So what did we learn? We learned about faith. (laughs) We learned that change is hard and that adulting sucks. Will it always be this way? No, but it's always going to be something. So you have to press down and lift your spirits on a daily and renew your mind daily. Renewing your mind is not easy. Opening that Bible or getting down on your face and praying is not easy because you're generally tired thinking about it. I know I am. I'm working on it, (laughs) but I'm getting into a routine where I do it anyway. And I know that eventually all of the habits that I'm working to rid myself of are going to be replaced with newer and healthier ones. 
And actually, before I close out this episode, I found the scripture that talks about the testing of faith. And a lot of us have heard the scripture that precedes it. So I'm just going to read it until, you know, I feel led to stop. And it reads in James chapter one, which is the New Testament. And I'm reading from the NIV. James chapter one, verse two. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. And it reads on to say, but when you ask, You must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double minded and unstable in all they do. And what I took from this, God knows his children. He gives us time and time again to come to him boldly and full of faith. And when we don't, it's harder for us to receive what it is that we're asking for because we're, we, we have our faith set in other things when our faith has to be in what he said he would do. I've seen God work. He's worked in my life many, many times. He just worked in my life. I mean, he works every day that I wake up. Let's keep it real. But something I had been praying on last week, something I had been praying on, excuse me, for a few years by the grace of God, (laughs) um, he answered it last week. And whenever I read that scripture fully through, well, from two to eight, exactly, um, it reminds me that I can come to him with anything. I can ask for anything. And if it's his will, he's going to make it happen. God doesn't leave us on red. (laughs) You know, he doesn't ghost us. He may have seasons in our life when we are quiet because he's building our faith and we need to press into what he's already told us and complete what it is he's already asked us to do. But he doesn't leave us out here hanging. He won't leave us on red. He will not be on Instagram posting and not reply to the text message. But that constant testing of the spirit, for me, it builds that perseverance. It builds me up. It reminds me, you know what? I can have joy in the midst of a storm because he's brought me out of it before. And I need to learn something in this storm. If I keep coming back to it, there's something else that I must learn. And let me see, which verse was that? Even down to verse, the last verse, which is verse eight. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all that they do. That's low-key true, though. (laughs) Well, not even low key, that's high key. If I can't believe and make up my mind in what it is that he said that he would do, if I'm wavering on his promises for what he's promised me specifically, then I am a little unsure. I am anxious. I am having depressed moments. I am frustrated. I am angry. I am comparing myself. that happened today compared myself when I saw something that should have been instantly celebrated and I had to check myself I was like wait a minute whoa double back you can't be mad or you can't be frustrated at something that isn't for you yet so I say all that to say (laughs) when you are going through and having these moments 
and you're looking at your life like, okay, I'm 27. I feel like I'm still in the same place. There's not much movement. Look at the perspective of your faith. I have been doing a lot of introspection about where my faith lies. I am questioning, am I more faithful to the resource than I am to the source? Can I handle what it is that I'm asking for? And the answer is not yet. It's not that I can't, but I cannot handle the weight of grace alone. And I refuse to be out here (laughs) having the external grace when my internal grace isn't where it needs to be. And it doesn't mean that what I'm asking for will never happen But what that does mean is that a little bit more pruning needs to take place. A little bit more pressing needs to happen. Something on the inside of me taking up space for what I'm asking for needs to be drawn out before that thing that I'm praying for and hoping for and asking for can be put in. He will give you the desires of your heart, but not until we have done what it is that he has asked for us to do. And again, I am stubborn. I think I can do it on my own. And time and time again, he shows me that that's not true. So to end the whole (laughs) podcast tonight or today or whenever you're listening, remember this. You are not exempt from the struggle because we all are going to have them. The word, again, it tells us in this life, you will face trials, but you are inherent of the blessing. We tap into our inheritance when we tap into God, when we fully, and I know it sounds so cheesy, y'all, but it's true. I've seen it to be true. I'm seeing it to be true. Even when I'm completely doing my own thing and when I eventually come back and remember like, hey, yo, hold on, I am a recipient of this inheritance. Let me reach out and grab it. And the only way you reach out and grab it is if you put your faith in God. Now, of course, there are some practical things that we have to do. Like, what is what are you doing with your free time? Are you having quiet time? What are you doing with your finances? Are you being a good steward of your money? Do you need to leave that job? Do you need to create an exit strategy? Do you need to stay at that job? You know the answers to these questions. What are you doing When you're up at 3 a.m., what are you looking at? Who are you talking to? Who are you spending all of your time with? There are so many questions, y'all, I promise you, that I've had to ask myself in relation to, okay, I'm trying to get to this next level and I know what it is I have to do, but I have to to ask, I have to move. And it's going to be up to you and what you're instructed to do and where you're instructed to go to move that needle. So as you go through the week and finish out your weekend, or again, whenever you're listening to this, remember that you got this. You really do. You got it. There are so many people rooting for you. There is so much that is going to happen in your life. You got this. I just need for you to believe for yourself that you got this. My belief and my hope for you can outweigh what you believe in yourself. So if you don't remember anything (laughs) from this episode, 
believe in your heart what it is that you want things to be. So, what are my expectations for this podcast? Well, for one, I hope we can learn and journey through together. (laughs) Like I've mentioned, I truly believe that this podcast has officially been through the fire and earned its name. And I also hope that you take what you need and whatever you don't, leave it. (laughs) I won't take offense to it. That's just life. So yeah, we're in this thing and I cannot wait to see how much you grow. Peace.